Hey, this is Chris, and welcome to a special midweek episode of Popcorn Finance. I guess this could be really any day of the week. You don't have to listen to this <laughs> when it comes out, but if you are, it is a Wednesday, and normally I don't put out episodes on Wednesday, so the only reason I would do so is if I had something special to tell you, and that is to let you know that my new podcast called This Is Awkward that I'm hosting with Allison Baggerly from Inspire Budget has officially gone live. We've been really excited for this project. We've been working on it for months and months, and we're happy to finally have it out there. So this is going to be a separate show. This isn't part of Popcorn Finance, other than the fact that I'm on both shows now. But I wanted to share the very first episode of This Is Awkward with you to give you a real feel for what the show is going to be about. I play little teasers, little um, trailers of the show you know, in the past couple of weeks, but I want to share the real thing with you. So here is the official first episode of This Is Awkward. So the other day I got a message on Instagram and it was someone that's never messaged me before and they wanted me to share their GoFundMe, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me look at this. And it was for their pet. And I was like, well, this is awkward. This is Allison Baggerly. And this is Chris Browning, and you're listening to the This Is Awkward podcast. So, Allison, <laughs> how much money did you contribute to this GoFundMe? Um, a whopping zero dollars. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. So ashamed. Yeah. Right now. So, they just asked you, they just wanted you to just throw it out there on your very popular Instagram account so that way people yeah. would give them money? Yeah, just, you know, the, the Instagram account where I try to teach people to not spend extra money. They wanted me to, this people I've never met before, wanted me to share their pets GoFundMe. So I, I, I was like, I remember being like, how am I even supposed to respond to this? What did you say? Did you, did you say anything? I, I was really nice because I'm a nice person. And I was just like, oh, um, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I'm so sorry about your pet's illness. However, this is not something that I... You know, I, I have decided not to promote GoFundMe on my account. I don't know. I just made something up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you, if you post one, you're going to be opening up the floodgates. You're going right? to have a GoFundMe Instagram page. I know. Basically. I know. That's why I was like, I've got to draw the line somewhere. And I draw the line at a stranger's pet that has never reached out to me ever before. I think that's a great place to draw the line. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, you handled that much better than I would have because... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you would have ignored it. I <laughs> probably would have just ignored it, just act like I never saw that message ever come through. You would have ignored it. No, I dealt with it. Probably not the best way, but I dealt with it. Yes, you did. You handled that that awkward situation very, very well. And, and that's what we're going to be doing on the show. We're going to be dealing with some very awkward situations. Yes. So here's the deal is everybody has awkward things happen to them. And Honestly, a lot of times it probably has to deal with money and finances. Yeah, it's so true. Money is a huge part of our lives. And so it's just natural that there's going to be some really awkward things that come up with that, whether that's going to be people asking you for money when you really don't want to give it to them, or maybe you don't have it to give with the, give to them, or maybe you're just you're dealing with family who wants you to do things or maybe spend money in ways that you're really not looking to. And how do you approach that situation? How do you deal with those people? Exactly. Or maybe you have a coworker who always wants to go out and get drinks after work and you're like, hey, girl, I need to stay home and save my money. But 
you want to go, but then you also don't want to go. <laughs> We're going to be talking all about those types of things and how to handle them from two people who, you know, might know what they're talking about and have a lot of therapy between them. <laughs> <laughs> you benefit from the money we paid to therapists. <laughs> yes. I think the really cool thing about the show, what made me most excited to start the show with you, Allison, was we're going to be talking to people directly. We're going to be getting questions uh, from people listening to the show, from you, the listeners, and we're going to be taking them on and giving you some advice and helping you through some of these really awkward situations. Yeah. And that's so cool because, you know, we might be sharing some of our awkward situations, but we really want you guys to call in and Tell us the awkward situations you're going through so that way we can give you some sort of advice and a way to handle it gracefully. Exactly. And sometimes you don't have someone you can talk to. Maybe your closest friends are the ones that are causing this awkward situation. So you can come to us. You can ask us the questions. We won't judge you. We will not tell your friends. I mean, I guess you could tell them to listen to this episode and then they'll hear. But maybe you want to leave this one out. Yeah. Just be like, don't listen to episode number seven. Okay. That one's one's no good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually talking about you on it, but we're not going <laughs> to don't listen to that one. Exactly. Like they were off on that one. They were, that was a, that was rough. Allison and Chris yeah. are horrible on that episode. Don't check that. One out. <laughs> and we're going to be coming to you every two weeks. So there'll be a new episode in your feed every two weeks, a new awkward situation that we're going to be helping a listener get their way through. Yeah. And before we jump in to our very first caller, Chris, why don't you tell us just a little bit something about yourself? Oh, about me? I get to go yeah, first. Just, yeah, just share share something about yourself. Huh, okay, so um, I'm an Aries. I what? like... Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is not like a blind date. <laughs> just who are you? What do you do? What brings you here? <laughs> Fine, okay. Uh, so my, my name is Chris Browning, as I already said at the beginning of the show. Uh, my other project, my other introduction to the podcasting world is a uh, popcorn finance podcast, which I've been doing for almost... Three years, Allison. Wow. I think in July, it'll be three years. It's like a toddler now. It's it's just crawling around, (laughs) causing me stress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like my intro into the uh, the talking about money world is uh, go on there and talk about money by the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And that's actually how we met. You were a a guest on the show. Actually, I got to be a guest post on your blog. Mm -hmm. And then you ended up being a guest on my show. We became friends, and this is awkward. Was born out of all of that. Yeah, except it doesn't have an awkward beginning. No, it did not. You were it not an not. awkward person when I talked to you. That's probably Thank why you. we continued to be friends. Yeah, until I showed you my real colors, <laughs> and I was like, my mm. true colors. I was in too deep at that point. I was like, this is too awkward to not be friends. So. <laughs> well, how about you tell us something about you? How about you okay. this time? Of course. So my name is Allison Baggerly, and I am the founder of Inspired Budget. It's where I teach women how to budget, pay off debt, and save money. And I never thought I would enjoy talking about personal finances. However, you know, my husband and I ended up paying over off over $100,000 worth of debt. And during the process, I basically became obsessed with budgeting. So I just like to talk about it. And I made a business out of teaching others how to take back control of their finances and stop living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you're one of those very unique people who loves budgeting. Oh my gosh, I love like it you so much. Love and, it. and I never thought I would. I never thought I would. So it was a shock to me. Um, but you know, I just really feel like it's what I meant to do. Hmm. You know, one thing you didn't mention, I always I always love hearing this number because it's gigantic. How much debt did you guys pay off? 
I, I said over a hundred thousand. It was a hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Yes, I wanted the, I wanted a more specific number because that's a lot of money. It is. It is a lot of money. But you know what? We did it. Two teacher salaries. It was awesome. I wouldn't say I would do it again, but I don't. <laughs> I don't regret it. I don't regret it because of what it taught me, and you know what? How it it helped me understand my passion for personal finances that I didn't even know existed. Well, I think that's true. It's it's a horrible situation being in debt, but you you learn a lot about mm-hmm. yourself and you go through a lot of awkward moments as well. Yes, lots of awkward moments, just like our caller who called in and unfortunately did not leave us her name. So if you are ever want to call in, please, please, please leave us your name unless, you know, unless you don't want to, that's fine too. But let's go ahead and dive into this caller so we can help her navigate this situation. I'm currently trying to pay down my student loans aggressively. And what my situation is, is my boyfriend, so not my husband, but my boyfriend is, you know, not in debt, pretty financially secure. So kind of us doing social things is a situation for me because he, you know, I have my fun money budget um, that I allow myself each week, but that's pretty limited um, based on how much we go do things. So it's kind of like a struggle with he wants to help me and pay for things, but I don't want to let him pay for everything just because I like to be, um, you know, self-sufficient um, as much as I do like that he <laughs> likes to help me out financially. But that's just kind of the conundrum we find ourselves in is wanting to go out and do things, but me wanting to save my budget and not rely on him. Gosh, thank you so much for, you know, sharing that social situation and taking time to call in. I'm, I know that Chris and I both really appreciate it and yeah, this is an awkward situation. It is. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. And kind of just what I'm kind of getting from her call is it sounds like their finances are still separate. So they haven't combined their bank accounts together and they're kind of dealing with the it's kind of like when you're dating, you're kind of doing stuff together, but you're still separate. You're still living two independent lives, but things are starting to commingle. And we don't know how long they've been dating for, but it sounds like they're running into the situations where it's like, Hey, you know, let's the, the guy, he wants to go do things. And mm-hmm. if it's not in her budget, he's like, Oh no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take care of it. He's doing the, the typical, well, I guess the, hopefully a good guy is like, Hey, you know, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. And yeah. it sounds like she doesn't want to be, you know, well, uh, dependent I mean, I, on him. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I get that. Like she's, she wants to be able to hold her own as well. And you know, when you, it's one thing whenever, you know, like you're married and you conv- you've combined finances and it's like what's mine is yours and yours is mine, but you know, she wants to be able to make progress but then also still not feel like she's relying on him all the time. So, I, I understand that side as well. I think though, you know, he's trying he's coming at it from a a place of love and so I think where where is this person coming from this is this manipulative no you know this is not manipulative whatsoever this is coming from a place of love which makes it easier to deal with i think it doesn't sound like he's trying to be like you know don't worry i got this and i'm going to control all the finances i'm yeah. not getting that vibe she sounds her her voice sounded at least pleasant like happy like she wasn't like you know angry at him or you know right. like he was taking advantage of the situation um, I mean, one thing I thought, okay, there's an idea that just popped in my mind. Let me know what you think. Cause again, I'm just coming from the guy's perspective. So this could be a horrible okay. idea, but it sounds like she still wants to do things. Obviously she still wants to, you know, they want to do things together, yeah. spend time together. What if they each take on like 
control of a date night. So it's like she takes Ooh. on a day, he takes on a day, and maybe she decides to do things that don't cost money. Say, yeah. I'm responsible for this, and here's a list of things I would like to go do, plan a day where it's very inexpensive, fits into her budget, works fine for her. And if it's his turn and he decides he wants to do something that costs money and he he's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be his turn to foot the bill, then he can take control of that date and then she'll have the guilt because they've already agreed upon, hey, this is what we're going to do. And maybe they even set parameters on how much money they're allowed to mm-hmm. spend just so it doesn't get, you know, he's not, she's not like taking him to the park and he's like, all right, I'm flying you I to know. Paris next weekend. <laughs> <Exactly>. you know Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like that idea. I really do. I also like the idea of um, breaking the date up. I know my husband and I used to do this whenever we were dating is, you know, he would buy dinner and I might buy tickets to the movies. Or maybe he buys dinner and the tickets to the movies, but then she buys the popcorn and the snacks and drinks. So breaking it up where she's still paying a portion of the things that they're doing together, but maybe not as large of a portion. Mm, I like that idea. Like kind of dividing it up. It Mm -hmm. sounds like they probably still need to sit down and have a money talk. Yes. Which I think you can still do even though you're not, I mean, it's not exclusive to married people. I mean, anyone who's going to be probably spending serious amounts of time together probably should have some type of money talk because you're going to be spending money at some point together. Um, Absolutely. I think you you have a really great way of sitting down with your husband and talking about money. I know this may not be at this point yet. They may not want to go this far. uh... (laughs) But at least I like the way you have a time set aside. And I I know you do Mm -hmm. it weekly. Maybe they, they yeah. don't want to do this week, but maybe like every so often, maybe they kind of sit in and kind of talk about how things are going for each other financially to kind of to get the ball rolling and kind of give each other yeah. updates. I don't know. You is, know that, is that too personal? Okay. So at first, when you when you first started saying it, I was like, yeah, that's awkward. Like, you don't want to be, <laughs> you know, like this is yeah, awkward. I saw your face. I, don't need to, I know. Because I was like, I don't know, Chris. But you know what I think is actually having like a monthly thing, not even just to focus on their money, but maybe just to focus on their goals. Mm. Because if she's fired up about paying off debt and her student loans, then she should be able to, you know, have a time where she's like, oh my gosh, look at the progress I made this month and have that celebration moment and give him the opportunity to applaud her efforts and say like, yeah, I'm so proud of you and what you've done. And I think that it'll just naturally lead itself into talking about money and finances. I love that idea of having a goal time instead of a, a budget time. Because I, I, it's, I've been married so long, I don't remember what it's like to, to just be dating someone and what my reaction would be if they're like, hey, let's have a budget session <laughs> together. <laughs> You'd probably be like, see ya. <laughs> or I'd be like, oh, let me show you these spreadsheets that I've been waiting. I've been oh, waiting yeah. to, to... You would be like, this is the best thing ever. I'm going to marry this woman. <laughs> We're going to do it at Microsoft headquarters with a big oh Excel gosh. spreadsheet in the background. No, oh but my I, goodness. I really if you like... don't know, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, Chris is a huge nerd. Oh, thank you. That You're was welcome. so kind. So kind. Thanks. I felt the love in the nerd that you just said. Nerd. <laughs> anyways i like the idea of having a goal session because i think Mm -hmm. it's much more uh much more approachable it's it's not scary at all and you probably get into a lot of other interesting conversations along the way and you kind of just sprinkle sprinkle that money talk in there and kind of make that part of a bigger discussion exactly it's just like the icing on the cake that's right throw a few dollar signs on the top of that cake Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. So basically what we're saying is, you know, come up with some other date ideas where you split the cost, whether 
you pay for one date, he pays for one date, or you pay for a portion of the date. That way you still feel like you're contributing. Yeah. It doesn't feel lopsided. Exactly. And then start maybe setting some goal, some conversations where you can talk about your goals so that you can then talk about your budget and your finances, especially if this is someone that you see yourself with long-term. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because I guess mm-hmm. if you're like, mm, I'm not too sure about this person, I don't know if I would waste the mental energy and emotional yeah. energy to have those conversations. But it sounds like this is a more serious situation. This isn't just a, eh, we'll see if this person makes it through the weekend type of situation. <laughs> exactly. So thanks, Unknown Caller, for uh, for being open and vulnerable and sharing your story with us. And hopefully the tips we gave you will um, will be you know helpful and help you get the ball rolling. So if you want to be like our mystery caller, you can send in your awkward situation, your awkward question that you want us to, to tackle here on the show by calling into the hotline. I don't even, we don't have a name for this yet. We don't, we don't we have, have a name it. for it. We're just going to call it the, the awkward line. The awkward line. <laughs> call the awkward yeah. line. Uh, and that <laughs> number is 707 Uh Again, that's 707 And you can leave us a message and you have a very strong chance of ending up on a future episode of This Is Awkward. So we look forward to hearing from you all and we're going to take a quick break <laughs> And we'll be back with a special segment that, well, do we have a name for this either? We're going to call it? Yeah. Oh, what is it called? What I'm Loving. What I'm Loving. Is it, would it be illegal to play some McDonald's music right now as we go? Okay, I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing. Let's look into that. Let's look into that. We'll, we'll contact our lawyers. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> episode i have to tell you a little bit about this last segment which i'm really excited about and it's just called what i'm loving and it's basically where chris and i get an opportunity to share something that we're loving it can be um a person it could be a thing or just an activity just anything that we are appreciating this week and that we want to share with you and so that way maybe you can try out something that we're loving too yeah and i wish you could see the joy on Allison's face right now. I'm she so excited. So excited for this segment. <laughs> I am. I'm so excited for this segment. I can't wait. Okay, can I go first? Is that I think okay? you need to go because I don't know if you'll be okay, able to make great. it through me saying whatever mine is. <laughs> okay, so what I'm loving is not a thing. It's actually a habit that I have formed over time. And that is taking walks, going on a walk and getting out in nature whenever I am stressed. Because when I am stressed, I want to do one of two things. I either want to go spend money or I want to eat food. And neither of those things are things I really need to be doing when I'm stressed. (laughs) So I have really enjoyed getting out in our neighborhood because we moved to this beautiful neighborhood and I can take walks around the lakes and listen to music or listen to podcasts and it just calms me down and it's free. And yeah, I'm loving walking. You know, that's a pretty good one. I think... Our caller, that's a great thing that they can go do is go for a nice walk in a, like a, a really nice area right there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're helping out twice, Allison, with your oh, <laughs> the thing you're thank loving. Thank you. So, okay, so what are you loving? Oh, wait, I have follow-up questions. On your, oh, on your okay. Walks. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. So, one, is there a specific like distance that you have to walk for you to consider this to be a good walk? I need to walk no less than two and a half miles. For mm. me to feel like this is this just feels really good. And I don't want to run. 
I don't want that doesn't running doesn't sound fun to me. So running <laughs> sounds fun to some people. It doesn't to me. I want to walk at a brisk pace and I prefer to listen to podcasts. So, and I prefer to do three and a half miles. Mm, so two and a half is like the minimum, but three and a half is what you're yes. shooting for. Yeah. Something tells me you're a fast walker. I don't know why. You just look like you walk very fast. Well, okay. So one would think I'm a fast walker and maybe I am, but I have short legs. So like <laughs> when I walk next to my husband, like I have to take two steps for every one step of his. So it's like, I'm like, you can't see me. No one can see me. But I'm like. It takes me a lot to catch up. So I always have a lot of steps because my steps are smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so you've developed this fast walking speed to just yeah. compensate for life, just to be able to walk exactly. with your husband. I mean, this is what happens when you're short. So you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I would not understand. Well, if I think back to kindergarten, I think I'd have a guy understand. Hey, what whoa, it was like. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Okay. Burn. You know. Since you're going to call me a nerd after I tell you what I'm loving, oh. I figure I might as well just insult you once. I get one little jab in okay. there. Okay. Deal. That's fine. <laughs> okay. What are you loving, Chris? Okay. So for me, I've, I've been trying to make it like a, a part of my life, my routine to read more and then also listen to audiobooks just to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, find a different form of entertainment than watching TV and maybe yeah. learn something along the way. Because, you know, I get burned out. I look at a computer all day at work and I get home and I'm on my phone. So I think I need to find some other things that are not just staring at a screen. Uh, so I'm also cheap. And I was like, hmm, I'm only going to buy so many audiobooks. And oh. a couple years ago, I found out about this app called Libby. And it's um, this company called Overdrive who makes it. And oh. they partner with uh, the libraries to provide access to free audiobooks and ebooks that you can just check out just using your library cards. So you literally open the app, you download the app, it's free. You load in your library card. Some of them they have to you have to like a PIN number you can get from the library. Uh, yeah. but you get access to these huge networks of books and audiobooks and it's been like the best thing ever. Like I've listened to so many audiobooks and I've read so many books uh, for free through this service that it's like uh, I I say where have you been all my life? That'd be years. <laughs> Amazing. And here's here's we're gonna call me a nerd. So this year I listened to two audiobooks already. Uh we're when we're That's recording awesome. this, it's like what, January? Yeah, it's not even yeah, we're just two thirds of the way through January. Yeah. Listen to two audiobooks. Two Star nice. Wars audiobooks, Allison. Oh um, my gosh, it's, nerd. It's been so good. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Uh Chris, I'm so impressed with not your book selection. However, <laughs> I'm impressed with the fact that you are, you're, you know, which I think that listening to audiobooks is reading. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, that doesn't count. No, I think it counts. Um, one yeah. thing to know, though, is that go to your local library because there are different apps. Like, I know our local library has a different app for for this same type of thing. So definitely go to your library and check it out. And if your library doesn't have it, Go to your friend's library or your parents' library and get it, get it, use their information. <laughs> yeah, does your library use uh, Hoopla? Is that the one they use? My old library has used Hoopla. I don't remember what my new library uses. I have it on my phone though. 
Yeah, and you know, we we've actually gone to multiple libraries to get. <clears throat> so we have I have about like three library cards in my phone on this hoop on this oh, uh, Libby app gosh. because different libraries have access to different books. And I found out that the Los Angeles Public Library is massive, and they have the, like the huge, like the largest collection of any of the libraries we've checked out so far. So that's oh, like my. Oh, that's cool. And you can kind of switch back and forth because one book may be available at one library, you switch to the other library, and then maybe they have a title that wasn't available somewhere else. So that's what I'm loving because it's giving me yeah. free <laughs> audiobooks and ebooks uh, that have been giving me hours of entertainment, and uh, it's been great. I'm loving it. That's awesome. I'm loving it. <laughs> Oh, well, we've made it to the very end of the first episode of This is Awkward, and it was only marginally awkward getting through it. So, Yeah, I was going to say, we only insulted each other once. Yeah. That's that is that's pretty good for us. That is amazing. People do not think that we're horrible people after listening to this episode. So I think that's a, that's a win right there. So if you enjoyed this episode, you had fun listening to us walk someone through an awkward money situation and... Maybe you want to hear more. Maybe you're waiting to hear something that you've been dealing with on the show. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. And we're going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, anywhere you can find a podcast, you pretty much find us there. And the best thing is it's free to subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button and you're going to get the episodes when they come out every two weeks. Yeah. And before we go, we just want to thank our anonymous caller one more time. Thank you for putting yourself out there and sharing with us your awkward money situation. And if you want to be featured on this podcast, then please, please, please call us. We want to feature you. The number is 707-282-59. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. And this has been a less than awkward experience. I am recording now. This is actually happy. Okay. Happy? Happy? It'd be great if you could talk correctly. Okay. How's my sound? How do I sound on my sound? How's my your sound, sound? Your sound? You're sounding great on your sound. Okay, great. My sound sounds great. Okay, here we go. Hey, this is Allison Baggerly. And this is Chris Browning. Oh, we didn't pick that part out, did we? No. <laughs> Are you recording the show? Yeah, it's recording right now, but he'll cut all this part out. So we're, we're up maybe, to here. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so we're loving. I'm loving... Um, the ability to go outside in the winter and go walking. I thought you were going to say about how awesome your husband is. Oh, that's, that's the... Okay. That's, no, that's, that's, okay. <laughs> Fine. that's the episode. I guess, I guess I'm behind walking. <laughs>